I'm content creator Corey Walmsley, the founder of Aurora Corealis Publishing. I'm dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs make a big impact by turning the next page with tools, tips, and resources that empower and connect the dots through books, publishing, and more. Every episode includes me, along with a featured guest on my globally recognized show, Page Turner Studio with Corey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Page Turner Studio with Corey. I'm Corey Walmsley, CEO of Aurora Corealis Publishing, also an author of 10 books. My 10th one comes out this fall. It's called The Treasures We Seek, and I am so excited for it to be released. It's about a woman who is kind of coming into her own. She's been through some challenges, and now she's learning how to trust again, how to um, you know, step up and uh, really be who she was meant to be. Um, so this is going to be a really fun book to read. Um, it also takes place in Italy, so you get to escape a little bit right around the holidays. So today we have another amazing episode. I'm talking with badass intuitive Joe Davis. We're going to be talking about how to trust your intuition when sharing your story. And Joe is someone I actually met through one of the books that we worked on. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. Um, Joe Davis is a number one in international best-selling author of four books, a speaker, badass intuitive, adventure addict, and the founder of Lift a Sister Up, an organization driven by the belief that our highest calling is to support and inspire other women. I think that is absolutely beautiful. Joe is a highly gifted intuitive with over 15 150,000 followers and students, believing that everyone has these powerful gifts. She shows ordinary people how to tap into their intuitive superpower and manage their empath anxiety through one-on-one and one -on -one sessions and, of course, her courses like Big Mess to Big Magic. So I'm going to bring Jo up from the green room, and I can hardly wait to talk to her. Hello. Hi, beautiful. Congratulations on your 10th book. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations on all your books. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. We started our journey together I know. Um, a couple years ago. So it's such a full circle, beautiful thing. So thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about um, not only intuition, but also writing, because I think that there's so much to be said about pairing the two together well. Um, but first, I wanted to start with you. Um, what what inspired you to start telling your story and you know being a part of some of these books? You know, it's really interesting because when you have a calling, the calling will haunt you, and it will stalk you, and it will find you, and it will not let you off the hook until you do what you're here to do. And um, it means that other areas of your life might be miserable in order to push you into the space that you're supposed to be. I've always been a writer. My best friend of 30 some years is like, why aren't you writing? Why aren't you writing? You know, you're supposed to be a writer. So I had like my stalker friend pushing me, but um, you know, opportunities just sort of started to show up. And I was like, this is crazy not to take advantage of these opportunities, co-authoring books. Mm -hmm. And I think it's such a beautiful, um, kind way of easing yourself into the space of writing and vulnerability. Um, I think if you can put your ego aside and you can understand it doesn't have to be all about you, collaboration manifests things so much faster, you know, do it with other people. 
if you can put your ego aside and, and which I didn't have an issue with at all, I was terrified to do anything by myself, um, that when the opportunities arise and you throw your hat in the ring, you just see what happens. And what was interesting is this. So Leah Clark wrote um, uh, Living Kindly years ago. I think it was her first book. And yeah. that's how we all met. Yeah, yeah. I, got mine, I got mine here. Go, Leah. We'll have to do a screenshot of that for her. She'll be so yeah. proud. Um, and she did a post saying, I'm so excited. I'm doing this collaboration. And I'm the founder of Lift a Sister Up. So I'm in an organization where I am about cheering other people on and cheering specifically women on and celebrating them for having courage and, and their business and this. And I'm just, I'm naturally an encourager. It's fun. And that way of being in that energetic frequency has brought so much magic into my life. She did this post and said, I'm doing this, this book project with these amazing authors. And I commented and said, and I was, I can feel it still just like it was yesterday, my chest and my tummy. I'm like, <gasps> I commented, Corey, and I said, girl, that's awesome. Tell me how to show up for you. Tell me how to support you. Tell me how to share your work. Hashtag, I'm a writer. <laughs> right? Terrifying. Yeah. And she immediately messaged me back. She's let's let's talk. Let's set up a Zoom, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? Yeah. And um, that's how it started. And I just, you know, it's funny. Um, courage is, has been like a for me in 2023. And, you know, I think it's about courage to be yourself, courage to share your story, courage to not, you know, courage to be disliked, courage to have your family or friends judge you. It takes a lot of courage. And so I would say with writing, if, you know, you're wanting to share your story, start with other things in your life as well that take a little bit of courage and just, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. You have courage to go have dinner by yourself. Have courage to go to a, a group get-together where you know no one. Um, barely know anyone. Like, that's terrifying. Like, I, my skin just crawled when I said it. Um, Mine too. <laughs> but those little things, you know, because I think deep down, I think you're the same way I am. Deep down, we really want to be introverts. We really want to just live on an island all by ourselves, and we'd be perfectly happy. Yeah. You know, Alfred Adler, the psychologist, says that all problems are interpersonal problems. And I would agree the universe would be perfect if I was just me. <laughs> um, and so it takes courage yeah. to, um, to really show up and be present and, and show your guts, show your insides. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's a crazy journey, right? Crazy. It is. I love that you brought it back to courage. I think that that's mm -hmm. something that a lot of people struggle with when we want to tell our stories that mm -hmm. you feel this like, if I keep it in here, it's safe, but I know mm -hmm. I need to get it out. So it's mm -hmm. this little battle back and forth. And I love that people can mm -hmm. be part of a collective or an anthology, a group book and share. And, you know, everybody's taking that little step forward together. So mm -hmm. we've got joint courage. It's, you know, that mm -hmm. interpersonal thing. We're all together on this. 
Mm-hmm. And it amplifies the message in the book too. So, you know, I had a couple people this, you know, we've, I've done four different collections and um, I had a couple people I reached out to and I said, Hey, you, cause I knew this last book was going to be an international bestseller. One of my gifts is, um, the, you know, the intuitive, you know, forecasting. Yeah. And I said, this is going to be an international bestseller. It's going to be bigger than the last one. I just feel it in my bones. You've got to do this with me. It will, it will boost you. It will do all these amazing things for you in your life because it gives you credibility for public yeah. speaking. You can put on your resume, even if you're never a public speaker, never write anything again. You know, you it just yeah. opens up a world for you, best-selling author or international best-selling author. And I had a couple people that had written books that very few people had heard of. Um, they had lots of books, you know, in their home. They had lots of copies. They they were doing this amazing work. And I thought these people are, are remarkable. There's so much more, you know, magical and badass than I am. And I was like, more people need to see them. And so I had invited a couple to the the last project. Yeah. And I was really surprised when a handful of them were like, well, really, I want my book to be a bestseller. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but no one can see you. <laughs> yeah. Like, like like get the exposure and then you get the credibility and then they buy your book. And yeah. um, so I'm a really big believer in manifesting through collaboration. Um, and I love that you are too. And I know that um, because we're people that would really want to be introverts and no one will let us, um, it's a great safe space uh, to spread a message, put positive good work out into the world um, and to help everybody rise because you and I are great cheerleaders. Like it's our jam. Like we want other men and, and especially women to, to, you know, rise and make a, you know, make things happen and, you know, chase their dreams. And we're really probably better at encouraging others than we are ourselves. <laughs> so it's a real sweet spot for us. Um, and I just, I love the work you're doing because it's so your jam because it takes all those pieces of it and you're still producing your own work, which I'm like, how do you even have time for that? But um, you'll have to tell me your secrets later. It's a lot about strategy and being able to fit things into the pockets where I know that they're going to fit. Yeah. That is honestly how I do it. Um, Thinking of cloning myself though. So clever, very clever. You got to be clever, right? Yeah. (laughs) So the book we were talking about is radical self-love, right? Yes. So this is the second of um, a series and it's under the creative life book series. Um, And it was launched by Jessica Hughes, who has a medium publishing company, but she's primarily an artist. Um, She's just really good at manifesting and creating groups of people and finding the right people to plug in and um, a lot like you. And um, yeah, so it, it did really amazing and it brought about a lot of new friendships and opportunities and, um, you need to, you know, this, anytime you can put your work out there and it, it hits a certain level, you know, even if it doesn't hit bestseller, you can say you're in a book. Um, yeah. it changes things. It really changes your life. Um, it's powerful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I wanted to share Joe's impactful page turner share and she gave me two, two for the price of one here. Um, your intuition is your superpower and when you discover radical self-love, you will attract your tribe and you will thin the herd. Um, let's talk about the intuition piece first. So tell me how you discovered that intuition is your superpower. So I was raised in kind of a rigid 
you know, very religious home. And, um, you know, our priorities were really people pleasing priorities. They were, you know, be the caregiver, give people the shirt off your back. I mean, things that I growing up even then thought this is ridiculous. Why would I give anyone the shirt off my back? Then I I'm naked. Why don't I, you know, really, you know, <laughs> create an amazing career and, and a funnel of income and I can buy lots of people shirts. Yeah. Doesn't okay. that make more sense? Like, why do we have to be in lack to be good? Right. Um, and so I really stuffed down my intuition because my intuition was very contradictory to the things I was being taught and how I was being raised. Mm -hmm. And I always felt different. Um, I always felt like I was sort of in a bubble looking out or outside the bubble looking in. And I, um, when I moved out of my home and I really got on my own, I got this, you know, I was, I was learning who I was and I was discovering who I was as a person. I hadn't even really tapped into my gifts yet. And I moved into the corporate world and, oh, you can see my cat. That's fun. Um, I moved, she's so chubby. Um, I moved into the corporate world and it became really difficult to be comfortable and to feel calm and make good decisions. And I felt a lot of anxiety and I felt um, like oftentimes I was interacting with a client and what they were telling me wasn't true. And I somehow knew it. And I somehow knew things about their life. I couldn't. And I, I would bring these things up and it would freak people out and it would kind of freak me out. And I finally eventually got so uncomfortable in my corporate world that, um, you know, I had to move on. I had to move on to something else. And I, I decided, you know what, I'm my bare bones. You know, I lost pretty much all my friends with my job. They were really not my friends. They were my employees and they were putting up with me as their boss. And I was a single mom with two kids and I'm sitting at home and I'm going, okay, this is an opportunity for me to be my most true real self. And I always kind of knew I had these subtle gifts, but I didn't realize how powerful they were until I was left with nothing but the gifts. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I need to be honest to myself and I need to be in an integrity filled space. And I need to be true to who I am. And I need to really sit in, in this muddy mess for a minute. Yeah. and figure out what I'm supposed to learn. Because if I was surrounded by tons of fake people, it's because I was fake. If I was surrounded by a lot of women that were not supportive and encouragers to me, then that's because I wasn't being a supporter and an encourager to myself. Yeah. So everything around me I knew was a reflection of me. I had that awareness, at least that much. Yeah. And that's when I really started diving into my gifts. And I was like, you know, I can be the person I was always meant to be. I have this chance. I don't have anyone to worry about disappointing. I have nothing. Um, and it became a real blessing to shift out of that space um, into this more spiritually grounded, intuitive space. And I knew, I knew growing up that every dangerous situation I'd gotten myself out of was because something was talking to me. I knew that there were choices I made that brought amazing things to fruition because something in me was saying, do this or don't do this. I knew that that was important. Mm -hmm. um, and when I got really quiet and I was able to unplug from all the noise, because as an empath, we're always absorb absorbing everything around us. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've probably, you're sensitive. You probably have walked into your kitchen and been like, I'm feeling kind of angry and grouchy, but I don't have a good reason why. And then you find out later that your kids had a big fight in the kitchen, like two hours before, yeah. or you know, you go into certain people's homes and you feel uncomfortable. And then you find out later that that home was a crime scene. Like there's yeah. little things and, and everybody, women are amazing at this, but everybody kind of poo-poos them. 
And I was like, this stuff has saved my life. This stuff has saved people I know's lives, you know, medical intuition, all those things. And I said, this is important and other people need to learn how to do this. So um, shortly after job career and all this fun, fun, exciting trauma um, changes, I decided I need to teach other people how to unplug as empaths and own their superpowers and quiet their heart and live in a space of joy and peace and trust their gut. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Um, because we know, you can, you can I'm, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. We know that we can look back at every awful relationship, every awful friendship, every job that was not a good fit. We knew. There were red flags. There were things that just felt unsettling in our tummy. Our neck would get tight. Our jaw would get tight. Um, our tummy would start turning over or, or our chest would feel constricted. That's our intuition, you know, and it's linked to our body's response. And if we don't pay attention to that, not so good things happen. And we can always trace it back because we knew. Yeah. So if we can amplify that, oh, my gosh, how much simpler would this world be? How much less complicated would it be? Because we're going, I feel this. I sense this. I know this. I'm going to honor my spirit. I'm going to honor my sacred space and listen to that nudge and that whisper and just go with it. And I I don't need to explain it to anybody. I can be in a space of courage. I don't need to explain it to anybody. Um, And it always works out. Always works out. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I know there have been plenty of times when I've gone through exactly those same things. Uh, my girls were in an after-school activity. We were at one place, and every time I went in, I just had this icky feeling. Mm-hmm. And it was the owner. She was wearing a mask. I don't know what was going on in her life, but when she talked to you, she talked to you through a big grin. And even if there was something like, oh, you know, your kid wasn't listening in class and she needed to be honest with me. There was still that big smile, and I'm like, "There's something wrong. Here. There's something gross with this. This is gross." Yeah. yeah. And we went yeah. to a new place, and the person who owned it, like, wonderful. Everything you mm. walk in, you feel good, and it's it was that like like I had to go somewhere that it felt good to go. Oh yeah, it did feel like icky when I was at the other place, mm-hmm. and I wish that we could <laughs> just go. You know what? There's something wrong. I'm leaving. Um, So I'm glad you talked about all of that. Mm -hmm. And that brings up your next tip, um, the being a page turner tip, highly gifted empaths often struggle with unnecessary anxiety and people pleasing issues. And I'm sure part of it, like, you want to kind of tamp it down and go, Oh, no, everything is okay. We want everyone to feel good, but we Mm -hmm. don't feel good. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't a middle child, but I had middle child qualities of like keeping the peace. And um, when we're raised and we're bragged on, you're such a giver, you're so helpful, you're so compassionate, like we need to be pliable and moldable. And our parents have a lot on their plate and they just need us to load the dishwasher and they need us to 
you know what I mean? Like not be too loud and don't wear your skirt too short. And so yeah. we're sort of molded and molded and molded. And then when we are out of the home, we're kind of figuring out who we are. And we go through these seasons of, you know, in your 20s, you have a midlife crisis. In your 30s, you have a midlife crisis. And all of it is about figuring out who we really are, right? Yeah. So if you're an empath, you're absorbing everyone's feelings around you. So when there's chaos in your home growing up and you're the peacemaker, then you just want it to stop because you feel it all. It's really a self-serving thing. Like, like I need everyone to get along because I can feel all of your anxiety and now it feels like mine and I don't know how to make it stop. So can you please stop crying? Yeah. Instead of, oh, I'm feeling this. Oh, that's not mine. That's yours. I send it back to you with love. You got this. You're capable. I believe in you. Release it. Yeah, And so if we learn that as empaths, then we're not juggling going, oh, they're stressed out. I have to go fix them. Oh, they're um, going through trauma. I have to neglect myself, my food, my healthy food, my getting good sleep, my tending to my family. I have to go save them because what I'm feeling coming off of them, I can't handle. So I need it to stop. So it's, it's funny because I had a client a couple of years ago and she was a giver. She was such a giver and she did everything for everyone and no one would ever say a bad thing about her. And she'd give anyone the shirt off her back and we're doing these sessions. And it was our second session. And first five minutes, I'm like, you know, you're an asshole, right? And she was like, what? Like horrified. And I said, yeah, you're an asshole. She goes, no, I would give anyone the shirt off my back and I would do this. And I would, I said, yeah, but you don't get good sleep. You don't love yourself by eating well. You don't say no when you mean no. You bleed out for everyone else. Yeah. You show up for everyone but you. You're, you're doing a disservice to this gift of life. So basically, you might as well just be a jerk to everyone. Because if you're bleeding out and giving and giving and giving to everyone else, yeah. but you're not honoring yourself, it negates all that goodness. It basically takes everything you're trying to do to heal the world and love the world and make it better. It's all about you. You're not even doing it for the right reasons. Huh. you're doing it because it makes you feel more worthy because you don't even feel worthy of the love and, and the attention and the care you need to give yourself. You're not honoring this body. You're not honoring this gift of life. So um, it's a really funny thing when we, you know, and you probably have met people and they're very anxious and they're very worried and their life is amazing. And you're like, I don't understand this. And there's a good chance they're an empath. And so they're absorbing everyone's stuff. And then they insert themselves into everyone's stuff. So now they're valuable and they're important. So now I have excuses not to book the massage because I'm so busy taking care of everyone else. You know, I'm so busy being a jerk to myself. Yeah. Um, so it's just an interesting, you know, dynamics to, to think that people are walking around and they're amazing and they're powerful and they're gifted. And they think they're anxious, depressed, stressed out, um, and suffering. Yeah. Really? And they're fine. That's <laughs> yeah. good to stop and think about that. And I think awareness is huge. And that's, you know, if we're doing that to ourselves, we need to pause and say, all right, mm -hmm. maybe I should think about uh, what I actually need to be doing instead of mm -hmm. people pleasing. Or, or my intention behind it. Yeah. Isn't maybe pure. If it brings you joy, love people, show up for them, bring them food, 
babysit their animals, like, like bring, do what brings you joy, but don't do it. If the price tag is self-care, not getting good sleep yeah, or, you know, not honoring yourself first, you've got to be well, you've got to be hundred percent. You've got to be healthy, then show up for the world because then you're going to be here longer. Your family is going to have you in their lives longer. You're, you know, it's just this ripple effect, but it starts really I with radical self-love, which is I love this book so much. So necessary. Yeah. Such good shares. Thank you. So I wanted to talk about the turn the page with Corey tip. Being an empath is a superpower with writing because you can pour more feeling into your words and impact your audience in a big way. Mm -hmm. And I talk about this often on um, your audience when they're reading your book, they're reading your words anywhere. They can feel the energy with which Mm -hmm. you wrote it. So I feel like because I'm an empath, if I get myself into a position where I'm writing from a place of love and writing from a place of helping others, that I'm pouring that into my words and that helps me connect better with people. Have you found the same thing? Absolutely. You know, um, I just had a client this morning and we were talking about Daniel Pink. You know, he wrote the book like 10 years ago about emotional intelligence and how people that are emotionally intelligent are going to rule the world. Mm-hmm. Because you can have robots, you can have AI, you can have all these things, but there's nothing that substitutes human connection. Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Tulusma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Tulusma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electricast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Electricast. And so it's funny because I'm in some think tanks and they're like, oh, we're nervous about AI. And I'm like, that's job security for me. Because <laughs> AI can't ever replace this. I yeah. mean, like, and you know that as well, because you're in the writing world. So um, yeah, I just think it's a beautiful thing when you when you can get to that space um, where you can pour into, and that takes courage, pour into your work so that you can connect other people with a very human experience. Yeah. Yeah. I I love how you worded that because it is, it's a human experience that we need to share with others. Mm -hmm. So I want to share the make an impact tip with Corey, trust your intuition on what you should or should not share in your book. And I know I used the should word because I probably should not use the should word, but um, this is not should like everybody else impacting you with their shoulds. Mm -hmm. This is what you personally should or should not share. Um, How do you navigate that with your, uh, with your intuition, trusting that to help Mm -hmm. you pick the right things to share? I think that there are people out there that just want to be seen. Mm -hmm. And when you write something and people go, that made me feel seen. Yeah. That's confirmation. And that grows that muscle of trusting your intuition. But before you can get there, it's that courage button, you know, having courage. But a lot of times I feel like if if we have courage to show up and share our stories, what if that's the lifeline someone needs? Yeah. Like you hiding your light. What if what if there's someone out there that, you know, they're like trying to figure out if they even want to be here? And that can be a lot. It doesn't mean someone like, you know, taking their life. It means 
I choose to be here by eating well every day and having a good quality of amazing people around me in my circle of friends. That's me investing in the longevity of my life versus I'm, I don't know if I want to be here or not. So I'm going to, you know, not eat well and I'm not going to drink enough water and I'm going to do things that are self-destructive Yeah, because I really don't want to be here anyway. So when we put our story out there, I mean, people should really look at it. Like I, I could be saving someone's life by sharing my story. Do I want to sleep on my dreams? Do I want the, you know, ghost of regret surrounding my deathbed going, you could have helped so many people, but you didn't have the courage. And that means in, in order to show up in a space of courage, you have to be really, you know, in a space where you've done a lot of work, you've stepped into the space of, again, radical self-love, which people are going to be sick of hearing by the time of this interview, you know, the end of it. But if you step into that space, you can kind of look around at you and go, what, what's going on around me doesn't as matter as much as what's in me that needs to come out of me. Yeah. And being in that space of courage and vulnerability and knowing, you know, this could change someone else's life. I mean, our first book project together. I mean, what an inspiration, living kindly, random acts of kindness around the world and how they changed our life or they, someone performing a random act of kindness to us changed our lives. There are no strings attached to that. It's such a beautiful thing. And if we hadn't come together in that space, I mean, I can't even imagine how many people would have missed out. Yeah. People needed that. Yeah. And what I love about telling your story in a book, trusting yourself and trusting, you know, that you will share the right story, um, kind of digging deep and letting it flow out in a kind and loving way. Um, you know, the books live on for a long time. Like I was just telling someone this morning that I had this book with me at an event and somebody said, you know, what's your favorite book out of all of these? And I'm looking at them like, I've got like 30 books on my table. <laughs> I'm supposed to pick. Mm -hmm. And I, I said, I'll give you top three. And one of the ones I picked at that moment was Living Kindly. And I started telling him about the power of this book. And that was the one that this man said, you know what? I want that book. That sounds amazing. I need that in my life. Mm. And I don't know what was going on for him in his life, but I really hope that he was touched by the message of kindness. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. It's a ripple effect. So I think we're here to get things done. I think we're here to make things happen. Um, when I was approaching people about the last collaboration, I said, this is a legacy. Yeah. This is a legacy. This is something no one can ever take from you, ever. Life changes, seasons change, people come and go, you know, but no one can ever take that away from you. Yeah. So we can show up and say yes and, and manifest something that we can, we can, you know, have forever as a legacy and our children's children. And our, I mean, can you imagine if you were able to say my grandmother wrote a book? Yeah. It doesn't even matter what that book is about. It's like, wow, the first thing I hear is courage. Yeah. Wow. She wrote a book. I mean, what is it like, what is it? 3% of the population want to write a book and 0.000000, like 1% ever get it done. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, it's, go ahead. It's a, it's a, it's crazy numbers. It's very, um, you know, and, and that's where the courage component comes in is those handful of people that had courage to put themselves out there. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think that's kind of the perfect note for us to end on too. Um, yeah, definitely finding that courage and being able to share your story so you can impact 
for generation after generation. I, I actually think that, you know, someday when I'm a grandmother or great grandmother, I think it's going to be kind of cool for my, my grandkids to be like, Oh my goodness, you know what you wrote, how many books? Yeah. 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 And what if those kids are writers Yeah, and they're afraid? I mean, you could have generations of writers in your family. I mean, they could be like the next, you know, whoever, yeah. you know, and, and you go, oh, well, if I hadn't been brave and taken a chance, they wouldn't have been inspired by that courage. So I love that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, it was so wonderful talking with you today. I'm glad we got to sit down and talk about intuition and courage and trusting yourself and all those beautiful things. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I'm going to send Joe back to the green room and we will wrap up. So thank you for joining me today for another episode of Page Turner Studio with Corey. We are live every Wednesday at 7 Pacific, at 9 Central, at 10 Eastern. And I always say Eastern because I'm in uh, Pittsburgh in PA. So <laughs> I always get confused with the times. So I want to make sure everybody's on here at the right time. Um, thank you for joining me. And I hope you have a wonderful Page Turner day. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products and services at auroracorealispublishing.com. Make sure to join me for another episode every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Central on my globally recognized show, Page Turner's Studio with Corey.